Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Wonderful, The Arsenio's ESL Podcast. And today is another amazing sneak peek of detailed questions. That's right, people. Man, this was literally a half hour, a half hour full video, and I'm giving you a nice little snippet here, but man, nonetheless, this is going to be phenomenal. This is going to be something that you guys are going to be able to take away and continue building up on these different types of listening techniques because oftentimes people get just too lost. They're not writing down some of the keywords. They're not able to you know, look at what they should be writing down, and I'm going to be showing you all of which you should be doing. All right, so with that being said, People, let's just dive right in. Guys, welcome to another one of these wonderful videos here on the TOEFL IBT course. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today we're going to be talking about detailed questions. So the amazingly long 27-minute video that I had done before, it was huge. It was massive. There were so many different things that we had to cover, but I do hope that you understand to a certain extent that you know what type of notes you need to take right? And what you need to focus on and picking up some keywords throughout the lecture, like I showed you, that could better help you understand a couple of other, uh, of a couple of under, uh, other things. So with that being said, we are letting go of those attitude questions and we are now getting into the detailed questions. So today is about, again, going into the detail, okay? So here we go. If we look at different things like this, what we have to do is something happened we're focusing on details based on year whether something happened in let's say 1922 and 1923 important ideas examples terms stuff like that there was actually a specific um what is it um listening i was doing with some uh, previous students of mine and we were talking about colorado and tibet now i wasn't able to write down colorado but i was able to write down tibet another one one of my students wrote down colorado however the student that did not write down Colorado or Tibet, she would have ended up choosing a different, uh, a different answer just because, listen, she didn't write down either Colorado or Tibet. So then that ends up becoming one of the really, really big issues, you know? And so what we have to do and what we have to understand, people, are a number of different things in terms of those details. If you write down more when you were supposed to write down less, if you write down cold instead of hot. These are the things that are going to come back and bite you when it comes to the test. All right. So here we go. You should practice again, note taking the most important thing. And that's what we're going to be focusing on right here, right now. So let's grab the audio and let's go from there. So here we go. We're going to be doing audio number one. Okay. As usual, just, to, just like we did in the previous episode, and we're going to start breaking things down. This is a two minute and 38 second audio. There are gonna be a lot of notes that are taken. You're going to see me break down the details, what details I write down about the specific audio, and then we're gonna go from there. And you know what? Inference questions are very, very important because that's what we're looking for in the inference questions when it comes to reading, is breaking down the detail in which the paragraph is actually giving you the ideas and whatnot. Because if you don't break it down, what's gonna end up happening is you're just going to end up falling apart, right? And so obviously the not given, the negative questions in the reading, totally different from inference questions. But here, it's the same thing. You gotta make sense of what is being said. So here we go, uh, let's break this down. But before we break this down, let me just make sure I am sharing the sound and yes, I am. So here we go, three, two, and one. If you recall, 
I had said that at some point during the semester, I wanted you to attend an exhibit at the Ferry Street Gallery and subsequently write a paper about it. The exhibit is on currently and will be at the gallery for the next month, so I want to give you the details of this next assignment. The exhibiting artist's name is Rose Franson. She's a pretty young artist, so you might not have heard of her before. Her style, which she calls realistic impressionism, is rather unusual and different in comparison to the styles we've studied so far. You should have studied both the realism and impressionism movements separately in art history, so can someone please summarize each of these styles? Surfacing in the late 19th century, the impressionism movement differs greatly from the styles that preceded it, in that the subjects and scenes don't reflect a fully realistic or exact model of real life. Painters of the impressionist style generally created works on canvas that had rough textures by using thick paint and large brush strokes. Okay, and what did the subject matter consist of? Impressionist artists opted to paint scenes depicting everyday life, such as people living, walking, sitting in the cafe, and nature scenes, particularly landscapes. Right. So, when you go to the exhibit, you'll see a painting as soon as you enter, and I ask that you examine it closely. It really emphasizes the impressionist side of Franzen's style with the broad brushstrokes and blurry lines depicting an everyday outdoor scene. With the sky painted pinkish-yellow and the fence blue, the colors are kind of unrealistic. You're left with an impression of a chilly, bleak winter's day on a farm. Also, an interesting note about Franson, she lived abroad for a while, and when she moved back to Iowa, she would frequent the sales barn a place where local farmers sold their cattle and farm animals, among other places like dance halls and the like, to watch how people moved, stood still, and what their different postures looked like. She did this because it helped her understand how bodies move, so she could be a better artist. Okay, so there we go. So let's break this down. Okay, so here we go. At some point during the semester, some of the students are going to have to, and it's open now, an exhibit to attend an exhibit by Rose Franson. Okay. So she was a young and her style was realistic impressionism. It's unusual, different in comparison with others that preceded it. Right. She studied realism and impressionism separately. Back in the, I'm sorry, late in the 19th century. Impressionism was different from any of the things that had preceded it. Right. They don't reflect an exact model of reality. Created works on canvas, thick paint, rough textures, long breaststrokes. We don't care about any of those. But nonetheless, the Impressionism depicted everyday life. People living, walking, nature scenes, landscapes, etc. So there was a particular scene of when you first entered. And obviously, it's from Rose Franson. And it's an outdoor scene. The sky's pinkish, yellow, and then the fence is blue. Okay, looks like a day on a bleak winter day on the farm. And so, nonetheless, she lived abroad, and when she moved back to Iowa, she frequent local farmer, farm animals, and people who traded animals in different areas. I forgot what it was called. We don't really care. And then she went to dance halls to see how people moved and stood still in different postures. So she, it could help her understand bodies and how bodies move. Does that make sense? Okay. So now what we have to do, we have to break this down and look at the question. Those are the notes I had written down. And now we're going to have to look at what is the question. What does the professor want to point out about Franson farm scene painting? 
Ooh. So let's look here. A, it looks like a photograph. B, it might be her most well-known painting. C, Franson painted it in the Impressionist style. And Franson, for D, painted it while she was living abroad. So this is going to be a little difficult. So here we go. Using the following techniques, what we're going to do, we're going to figure out how we can answer this detailed question. Now, remember, important concepts. The relationship between ideas, examples, comparisons, contrasts, and cause and effect is what we're focused on. Okay, so if we look here, and obviously there are some breakdowns of it, you hear, you know, the important concept, you need to become aware of listening to something that is repeated like multiple times, just as we had done in the previous video. Because if it is, it ends up becoming one of those main ideas and main points, right? Then you also have to pay close attention to if the professor ultimately like clarifies and explains a new concept. That's another thing that you're definitely going to have to write down. So in this case, it is the impressionism style that has been mentioned many times in the lecture over and over and over and over, right? And so here we go. These are basically the notes in which you probably could have taken down or at least inferred to understand. Rose Francis, realistic impressionist artist. Okay. Impressionism, paint on canvas, trick paint, large brush stroke, everyday life scene, a paint and exhibit, impressionism. And everyone, that is the interruption. Thank you so much for tuning in to the sneak peek. If you want the full video, it's available in the link in the description. Again, the full course is $57. If you are interested, of course, it is available for the purchase, uh, purchase sin. And with that being said, people, I'll be seeing you real soon. I'm your host as always over and out.